it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, it's time! Stripes, Cincinnati, we gon' rise and up! In the jungle, we unite and up! Trippin' on your black and white, all day when we fight, live and die in these stripes, uh! Now who got a move rockin' on? Now who wanna move crossin' on? Now who wanna move out on? If you got stripes, then you let the city know you rock them, yeah, we Welcome to another episode of Bengals of Bruce. I am Del Altman, joined by my co-host, the guy who's still alive, everybody, the Iceman. What's up, everybody? I am still alive. I'm, I'm I'm taking a break from my kitchen and from family stuff just to come on to support my boy, Dale. So friends, yes, Dale. because we have a very special guest. Uh, who day Joe ended up with a 103 degree fever today when he woke up, so he was not able to make it. So I had to. Go to the bullpen with the Iceman to come in and help me interview this absolute legend of a man. Built Bar Machine, Locked on Bengals, uh, <laughs> got a book coming out, Enter the Jungle. He is none other than James Rapine. I didn't Woo! even mention Cincinnati Bengals talk. Like, there's yeah. so many things to mention. Hey, what's up, fellas? How we doing? Now, on, I can't Dave? believe he called in sick on the day I'm going to be on. I can't yeah, believe that. Just a little 103 degree fever. You know? Is that all? I know. Like he should have shown up for you, James. I mean, come on, what the hell? And then Derek's the one always talking shit. You know, yeah. he works nights, so he's not here either. So neither uh, are the normal. Co-fans. He needed his beauty sleep. Huh. <laughs> well, have you seen the Cantini uh, pictures? Beauty sleep. Yeah. I didn't say it helped, but he just needed <laughs> his beauty sleep. Yeah. <laughs> well, James, I know we've tried to have you on for a while. You're a very busy man, so we appreciate that we were finally able to to link up and have you on. Uh, there's a little little thing called like uh, practices and the draft and all that's been going <laughs> down. So, um, yeah, I appreciate you having me. The the three thirty start. I'm not gonna lie. The three thirty middle of the week, much better than than some of the weekend stuff. So it it was easier to fit you in this. Time. Yeah, so yeah. We were just doing weekends. Now we're trying to expand out. And uh, since a couple months before the draft, we started doing you know a few days a week. So we might just continue that. It seems to work pretty well as long as people are viewing. A, a official part of the brew crew now? Well, of course. Right, Why wouldn't he be? He needs a shirt here. Yeah, I'll have I'll just send you one. Give him a, give him a headband. <laughs> but uh, this is your second stint working in Cincinnati. I know you're a Cincinnati guy. You went to UC. 
Um, but first, I kind of want to talk about in between there when you went to Cleveland and worked. Uh, what years was that, actually? The end of the 2019 season. So I okay. left in December of uh, of 2018, right before Marvin left. So I, I missed year one of Zach, and I was there in 2019. And then I came back three weeks before Joe Burrow was drafted. So perfect time. smart business decision, <laughs> I, I would say, by me. And uh, it, it's worked out, of course. Well, and when you went to Cleveland, see, that was kind of where I was going to go with that. I was like, did you get to cover LeBron? Which obviously not. You went there right after he LeBron left. <laughs> yeah, it was it was it was bad timing to go to Cleveland and cover the Cavs. That was my primary thing: is covering the Cavs and in, in Indians and now Guardians. And uh, the the Indians didn't make the playoffs the the first year I was there, and then COVID happened, and the Cavs were obviously in the tank. So it was it was tough. Plus, I was there for the Freddie Kitchens experience. Oh God. <laughs> Ooh, so it, it was a it was a trifecta. I'm not gonna lie, it was a trifecta. <laughs> so you ran back to Cincinnati. <laughs> I might have known that Joe Burrow was coming. I'm like, you know what, <laughs> Baker Mayfield, Joe Burrow, and then I I let that make the decision. No, uh, it it, uh, it worked out well. You know, I think it was career wise. You just you have to make decisions like that, and um, it, it led back to, to to Cincinnati at the right time for sure. Well, we're glad you're out. back here. That's for sure. Me too. So I want to also ask, you know, um, maybe who's a journalist or a couple journalists, you know, that as you were getting started, that really helped you on your, you know, your journey into this. Uh, if there yeah. is a couple, there are uh, not too couple. many to name. There's a ton. <laughs> yeah, there are a ton. And and so I'm going to leave people out. Um, I, I think Mo Egger, in, in, it's not just journalists. I came up in the radio game, right? So Mo you Egger was a producer. huge help. Yeah. Let, let, and, I, and even before that, I, I produced... I didn't start as most producer. I had to work my way up to that. Right, so, right. Um, but yeah, Mo, obviously Lance McAllister, uh, Dave Armbruster, just just three guys at, at, at iHeart. And, and there's plenty more, um, but to, to not bore you to death. But there were people in Cleveland that helped me a ton. There were people um, in college that helped me a ton. One of my professors, Michael Perry, I owe a ton to him just for helping shape my mindset coming out of school. Um, I mean, I could go on and on. My first internship was with Artrell Hawkins. I think he helped me a ton. And, cool. and, and so there's a lot of people, you know, uh, up until today where the people that I have working with me bust their tail and, um, and, and I, I try to, to be as good to them as I can and vice versa. So I could go on and on about the, the current team, whether it's all Bengals or Cincinnati Bengals. Well, Iceman, you want to talk about one of those who we both had on our show, but. Well, Andrew Fox Miller, I mean, how much of an influence has he been on you? Big, big, because, yeah, I've, I've known Andrew since before I was in sports. And so we, we worked together in insurance when I was in college. And when he was in his – he's way older than me. He's, like, super old. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, wait, wait, wait. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. He's not. I'm going to be the oldest one here, James. <laughs> he's not. Look but, at uh, him. Look at him as he's in the chat. chat yeah, I, I figured he might chime in. I texted him I was coming on. So, <laughs> no, I, I mean, he's known me from, you know, when I was fresh out of high school. So, a lot, you know, whether it's just life or, or you know, being friends or, or now no, working together. Now, like so. I, Actually, I think Fox is the worst, and I yeah, I, I hope that yes. he, he now we're getting to the real meat of it, James. Let's go. That's right, and he gets the <laughs> the heck off the channel because he doesn't. No, I mean he just today, for example, he did highlights from yesterday, and it's like two minutes, but it's way better than if I tried to 
to piece together. Oh, dude, trust me. So. I've had conversation with him. Like, how do you make yours look so cool? Because I, I can't. Jeff, <laughs> and, and you're too far gone, man, that he can't help you. So <laughs> he could try. I'm. You know you are not the technology guy. It's okay. You've got a radio I, I, voice. I, I spell got a lot good. Of good things, I don't know. I, I spell good. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't. I don't yeah. talk to text or anything like that. But Andrew, I was bringing. I was bringing your name up for a reason. Okay, I was going to ask James if he ever paid off the bet. Yes. Turning off the mic because right. I know Andrew's talked about it on both their shows. We have video proof of it. Yeah, I know. I can't believe I did that. I was so mad at myself that I grabbed the freaking mic. I was so mad looking back at the stupid video that he produced. No, I haven't paid it off, and here's why. Because Andrew wants, see, he wants the glory. He doesn't always get it, but he wants the glory of filming me buying the bottle and making it maybe a video short or, yes. or something like that, a feature. Much I like he that. did with the, the mic, the turning off of the mic, which again, I'm kicking myself. <laughs> it's like stepping out of bounds a yard before the first down or not getting out of bounds with the clock running out. Really frustrated that I'm the one who did that. Oh goodness! I'm still mad about it. If you can't tell. <laughs> yeah, I can tell you're fired up. <laughs> it's just one of those things going. What the hell was I doing? <laughs> like, why and I, I don't even care about the bourbon. It's just you know the competition part of it is, no, is what yeah. bothers me. But maybe you put a little Taylor Swift. You're well known Swifty. So um, that was another question I had. The concert's coming around to Cincinnati soon, right? So are you going to be there front row? Like like what do you got going on for the Taylor Swift concert? I actually called Taylor yesterday. I don't have tickets yet. I talked with her and I'm hoping she's just busy right backstage, now. Backstage, maybe backstage passes. I'm hoping so. Yeah. So we talked a little bit. I'm, I'm hopeful, but as of now, I don't have a ticket. So I, I might be stuck at home. Oh my goodness. Believe that the biggest no, yeah. Swifty in Cincinnati is no, going to be stuck at home. I don't believe home. that for a second. You bought well, it as soon as they went on sale. Uh, that was no, I, did, I didn't get, get chosen. I didn't win the lottery at all. It was a lottery. I do not have a ticket. I tried. Oh, wow. I tried. Ticketmaster said no. So I, I have reached out to Taylor and no, not Zach, the Taylor Swift. And, and I'm hoping to land one. We'll see. All right. Well, you know, you know, Bengals Brewers has, has a wide net here. I mean, I mean, we have thousands, maybe millions of people watching the show yeah, right now. Maybe. So I'm sure if somebody's out there has an extra ticket, they, they can hook And the tens and tens of people <laughs> that are. Uh, Honestly, I don't expect anyone but Taylor to hook me up because they're so hard to get. Well, and she so much more too. than face value. Yeah. It's it's uh yeah, it's tough. So, you know, do I want to pay the the crazy markup? I don't know about that. But like I said, I'm hoping Taylor calls me back here soon with a ticket. Yeah, I really did try to get tickets for uh for my wife and my two daughters to go. And I was in that ticketmaster line one morning, and then it's like I got in there to where it was like, You're in to get tickets, pick your seats oh. and then it was like, okay, oh, I got this. And then it's like, those seats are gone. Pick another seat. Those are gone. Those are, and it was like, it happened like three different. You're like, uh, son of a, come on. Type and, then, and then it was over. I mean, it was just like 30 seconds of chaos. And then it was, that was it. Really? <laughs> See, I never got that far. Yeah. I never got, that's a, that's almost worse. I think. Yeah. I think. Cause you feel too. like you got them and then they're gone. I was like, I'm going to be like such a freaking hero to my kids. You know, they, they're 17 and 13. They don't care about a lot. My wife barely likes me. I can make all three of them happy with this one move. Failure. Well, hey, maybe she'll give me four. And then, you know, I can hook you up with three and surprise them. And then you yeah. know, I get one. I just need to get in. And you know how desperate I am. So you're going to be like, man, the markup price for this sucker. No. I, <laughs> hey, if she calls me back and, and hooks me up with a ticket, I'll just give them to you. Because she's giving them to me. If it, I, She ain't charging me. She's Taylor Swift. She doesn't need the money. She's good. All right.
Let's get let's do some actual Bengals talk. Probably sure. people are tuning in like these guys, man. No. They do this. <laughs> they even have James or Pete on, and they can't even they can't even focus for for a half an hour. They can't do it. They might be blaming me for uh, for talking about Taylor Swift. So no, I brought right. it up. So <laughs> it's on my list of questions. I was gonna. Uh, have you got a chance to talk with most of the rookies? And if so, who seems to be maybe the the most confident of the bunch? The most Ocho Cinco like. Oh, okay. Most Ocho Cinco like. I don't know. I I don't think there's really one, right? I, I think. I think Miles Murphy has a, a real confidence to him, but I don't know if he's a huge trash talker off the field. That that's the part with Chad right. is it's not just on it because I don't really know which one of the which guys are going to talk and which ones aren't. Uh, most of them probably do at least a little bit. I, w- I would think it would be hard not to when you're all fired it's up. It's early when they're just on their first you know week or so in too. Yeah, but honestly, I I don't know. I, I don't think Chase Brown's going to talk much, and to be like Chad, you either have to be a big hitter or, or or just a game breaker, I guess, to have that type of, of swag to you where you're talking at that level. I don't know if any of them are going to talk like that, but I, I think that from a confidence standpoint, they're all super confident. Like I think Charlie Jones, believe he's, he's going to contribute right away Chuck and sizzle, be, baby. be a great punt returner. I think Miles Murphy thinks he's going to contribute right away. Obviously, if your real name is Juan Drago, you're going to, to contribute right away. DJ I'm never going to get the Drago either. I'm always going to go with Drago. I'm going to pronounce it Drago, unfortunately, every time. I, I know. I got it wrong when I was talking with Ted last week. I, I had Ted on. The, the video came out Monday. And yeah. I, he, I hope he didn't go up to him. He said he was going to go up to him and say Juan Drago because that's how I thought he pronounced it <laughs> until I heard DJ say Drago. So I got to get Drago programmed. Honestly, but if Ted goes up to him and says, hey, Juan Drago, he might go by Drago at that point <laughs> in the locker room because he might do. Ted Karras. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. Ted, sir. <laughs> and then Ted will crack a joke and it'll be fine. Ted, right, Ted is, yeah. is very approachable. <laughs> but I definitely thought DJ might be that kind of guy. I know Cam Taylor Britt definitely just oozes confidence and like things what, like what that. Battle. I, I think battle because he, he impressed the hell out of them in, in, in his interview process. I mean, is he bring that onto the field as far as, I mean, he might, might be the guy that's the most confident, I think, from just hearing interviews you guys have had with him. I certainly think he's confident. I just, I don't know if he's a big talker. I, you know, I, I think yeah. that that, I don't know if Nick Saban puts up with that. Right. And has, yeah. his oh, true, true. Right. you know, like I, but, but I agree. I think he is confident and, and because he knows football at a very, very high level and can retain information and learn systems and all of those things. He's a really smart football player. So absolutely. I, I think a lot of these guys are going to contribute right away. And where the Bengals were drafting and how good of a roster they have, that's hard to do. Yeah. And they found a way to find guys that could do that. So let me do a follow-up to that. Um, I think that by week maybe six, seven, Battle might be our starting safety over, over Scott. What do you th- what do you think? See, it's Nick Scott's birthday, and you're trying to get me. <laughs> it's my daughter's birthday, too. You, you, so. You're trying to get me to, to slander this man. His first check hasn't even cashed It's yet. not and, slander. It's praise slander? for Battle. Yeah. <laughs> No, I, I think I think Scott and Dax are going to be the, the two starters. But will Battle have a significant role? Probably. I, I could certainly see that. Now, Luana Rumo goes with veterans. There's a reason last year Dax wasn't really getting on the field much. And it's not because Dax just stinks or doesn't know football. He was right. 
playing corner outside nickel corner and safety for them. So he knew football and knew the right. system, but it, it was more about trust and, and having confidence in the veterans that were on the team. So with a guy like battle, I think he'll have to earn that. So ice to your point, week six, week seven, could we see more of battle on defense and could he continue to earn some snaps? I think so. And last year after they drafted Dax, I was certainly guilty of it. Oh, three safety looks, and right. he's Lou's going to use these three we safety looks. Were... But we just didn't really see that, right? Yeah. I think you see that this year because yeah. there's going to be three guys that have different skill sets. Dax can do it all, right, and, and play really anywhere. And that's the you, thing you have a guy in Dax Scott around a lot more this year than they did last year. No doubt, I, I, I but at safety, right, and not yeah. you know in in safety looks versus. Yeah. Yes. Hey, play outside corner of this practice, right? So, and then you have Nick Scott, who I think is going to be that deep safety for a lot, but Dax could do that too. And then battle that sort of Von Bell light is how I like to describe him because I, I don't expect him to be Von Bell as a rookie, no. but I think he can be Von Bell light. Yeah, you just don't play that many games at Alabama under once again Nick Saban and yeah. you know, in his special team snaps. That's a, I mean, that's the yep. thing, salivating was Darren Simmons over this guy that they were able to add him. So I, I think he's going to really make an impact there. But he may be a guy like Cam Taylor-Britt that they, they're they like, hey, we're going to have to work him in midway through the season more and more because he's just that damn good. Agreed. I, and I you mentioned special teams with Darren Simmons. I think that's the unit that got the best in the draft. Oh, I, I it, it, made I, the, yeah. it took the biggest step forward because all of these guys, yep. even Murphy, Mm-hmm. is going to be in on special teams. Now, not a lot, but he will. And, Gary. And, and, and you look down the line at these guys, and Charlie Jones should be your starting punt returner. You should have a significant upgrade at punter. You should be able to look at a guy like Battle and say, you're going to man these you know multiple roles on special teams for us. There's a lot of guys there. Chase Brown will be in the mix on special teams. There's a lot of guys that I think are going to contribute right away. And let's call it like it is. The Bengals were bad on special teams last year by their standards. So that's an area they could certainly improve on. He, he this guy right here could not stand the punter last year. <laughs> he, which he one? Very, very, I'm not going to say I couldn't stand him. I just, I, I, I the hang time. I, I said before that Chiefs game, I was like, look, you know, he had the worst hang time in the NFL. There was stuff that was coming out, and I was like, this is going, this is a problem. You can't. Mm-hmm be that much lower than the average punter, especially with hang time. He's just very inconsistent. Like I'm an Ohio state fan. I loved Christman coming out of Ohio state, but on the Bengals. And I feel like that's a reason that he never beat out Huber. He was never consistent enough. And I mean, that's, I don't know that for a fact. I'm not watching practices, but it would make sense that he's not consistent enough. And the hang time is not what they want to see that. Uber on his last legs was still sticking around. Yeah, I agree. I, I think that was part of it. And, and you don't even really have to argue. Huber would have been better in the AFC title game. He might not have kicked it as far, punted it as far, but there would have been more hang time to it. Directionally, it probably wouldn't have been right to uh, Kadarius Tony uh, or Sky Moore. Sky Moore, right. I believe. Um, yeah, I just uh, – there's a reason that they drafted a punter, and, and you certainly hope that this solves the issue. And you never have to talk about it. Because guess what you don't want to have to talk about? Punter, kicker, long snapper, and a bunch of other stuff. But certainly those three. Now, I haven't been able to make it down to practice or any of the stuff. I've been working on my kitchen. But does Robinson have the mustache? That's what I want to know. Does he have the mustache? Is that apparent? It's a start, right? 
he has yeah he has he's got a mustache but he's, he's got he's got he, he had a little bit last time I saw him around it too because he had like an epic one of a bald head and just uh, he's probably saving that you know for close to the season to yeah. really break out the twirl yeah he had a little stubble yeah he had okay. a little stubble you okay. know he's been he's busy working trying to impress Darren yeah, we, we 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 need the stash by by the time the season starts I mean that, that's just <laughs> epic yeah <laughs> that's how I wrote my article for Cincy Jungle I gave the draft I gave his pick an A plus and he brought the stash back the stash, right. but it was a that B, simple a B pick if he didn't. <laughs> what about his hang time? See, you're a hang time guy, and you don't. No, even I know. Hang time well, just the I knew he was going to bring. I'm telling then, Brad Robbins. And then guess what? He comes back with the stash, James. So I know what I was doing there. No, right. right. <laughs> right. He just he wanted that A grade. That's all. That's what it was. 100%. All from Dale. He was worried about what Dale thought about. Get an A plus. I don't really give A pluses. I give A's. So he got an A plus by bringing the stash back. So. uh who do you have as a player to make a big jump this year? Um, could be second year guy, could be anybody really. Yeah, that's an interesting one. Let me, I'm thinking through the roster here. I think Cam Taylor Britt is a pretty obvious one. Dax Hill would be one as well. You'd look at and say, all right, well, both of those guys could take a leap. The one that I want to see take a leap, and it's tough because he's not that I don't want those guys to, but. It's tough. You look at Joseph Osai, and he's constantly having to rehab. Last offseason, I had to rehab. This offseason, having to do that. So I don't even know how fair it is. But, man, if he could take a step. Dude, he was balling in the AFC Championship game, yeah, though. Yeah, toward the end of the year, he was oh, coming on. Yes. That's what I mean. So if he can continue that, because right. it looked like he was doing it, and then he gets hurt on that last play, and everyone talks about the last play and the result. Okay, fine. But, look but at all can Osai be – yeah. That dude, because if so, you have Hubbard, you have Hendrickson. Both guys have a lot of reasons to – Hubbard's coming off of a career year. Hendrickson is playing for his 2024 contract. I think that's fair to say. And, and obviously, you added Miles Murphy, and I thought Cam Sample played well. So you'd feel pretty darn good about dude, your options that's on the That's your package right there. and that, That's what I'm excited to see, dude. Now, now my brother Porkchop here says mm-hmm. Zach Carter. I, I, I and I'm, I'm with the Zach Carter because – I hope it happens because I feel like we're going to need it because we didn't go get that extra three tech. We're going to need him to provide some of that extra pass juice. So I'm hoping Zach Carter. And I mean, we saw flashes here or there, but nothing like that shows Hey, he's going to be the man. But I mean, he was very productive at Florida and they moved him all around the line. So maybe him focusing and Marion Hobby's a great D line coach. So I'm hoping Zach Carter is one of those guys that make the leap too. Yeah. I, I think that's a, a big one. You know, if he can just take a step and, yeah. and they can find ways to get BJ Hill off the field. Cause he played a ton last year and, and just get him off the field and keep him fresher. Hendricks and Hubbard played a ton last year. Those guys are awesome, but you don't want to wear them down. And obviously they played through various injuries. I'll give you one more uh, about taking a step. I think we talk about the offensive line a lot. Is there anyone outside of Joe Burrow? That's going to benefit more from having Orlando Brown Jr. <laughs> we hope Volson, right? <laughs> than Cordell Volson. Uh-huh. I mean, uh-huh. there's a lot of debate on the internet about this dude. I don't and know why. He, he was a fourth rounder that nobody knew. Right. And you can pretend like we were talking about him pre-draft. Nobody was talking about him. Fourth rounder that nobody knew that won the starting job against a guy that was clearly favored over him. And I thought played pretty well against a le- uh, or alongside a left tackle that was playing hurt all year and had his worst season. 
So I think he's going to take a step one because of experience two because the guy next to him is that much better. And uh, he's under, he's kind of taken Ted Karras has taken him under his wing a bit. So I I think that Cordell Volson is another guy that could take a leap. And that would be huge because, and and if Jonah does come back and, you know, just plays average at that right tackle spot and Volson takes a leap, you're looking at a much improved offensive line overall. You throw it all over the field then. You're throwing it all over. You spread. Charlie Jones is the fourth receiver. <laughs> you don't need running backs or tight ends. You just spread them out and, and go. I'm kidding a little bit. Are, Chuck are you, Sizzle's looking like iced tea come week five, you know. So are you that worried about right tackle? Because I'm not. I, 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 me and Dale have had this conversation since we traded for Orlando Brown. That I say, Jenna Williams, I'm sorry. Get your butt over. That's a nice way to say it. Get your butt over to right tackle and learn how to play it. Because yeah. he is our best option at right t- Unless Jackson Carmen comes in and just blows the doors off everybody, which I think will be great. I don't see it happening. General Williams is our best option at right tackle. I mean, I, I don't I don't see anything. I mean, and Dale's like, well, if he doesn't want to play, like that, that's been my whole argument. If he, he don't doesn't have play a choice, it, but now that the draft's coming going, I'm I gotta be on board with you because we didn't yeah. go get anybody else. I think this was always the the most likely outcome was Jonah Williams. He had his feelings hurt. He got demoted. And right. anyone that's gotten demoted or gotten bad news at work can relate to it. Right. And it, it, because it's a sport, we get mad at someone for being mad that they got demoted. But that's what this was. Wow. And that doesn't mean that he can't come in and give it his all at right tackle. I think his agent handled it poorly if, if he really wanted him to get it, traded it, by going public by it. Yeah, yeah I, I think that was part of it. But looking at it now, they're going to pay him $12.6 million, which is he's highly paid mm-hmm. to, to play right tackle and, and to likely start. I would be pretty surprised, assuming he's healthy, which that's the key with Jonah. Go out there, show you can play right tackle, stay healthy, and then look up in two out of the past three years, you stayed healthy and you played well at left tackle in 2021, and I don't care what anybody says. No one was talking about him being a liability last year prior to the season because he was really good in 21. And then you've played really well at at right tackle alongside Alex Kappa. You should be able to do that. If he does that, then he's going to get paid somewhere. Maybe it's here. Probably not. Maybe it goes elsewhere, and that's fine. Go elsewhere and get your money. So he has every incentive personally to do so, and then I think that he's you know would, would certainly benefit the Bengals to have him at right tackle as well. All right, we'll get a couple more questions in. So sure. maybe one being your favorite road city when you combine just food, stadium, uh, travel, because I know that could be a pain in the ass for you guys. Yeah. And there's no uh, airports and no direct flights and things like that. Kansas City. That, well, I was I was about to mention, man. I, I like Kansas City, the city, but man, I, I do I want to avoid it. I've been very critical of having to get there because these airlines want me to go to Dallas to get to Kansas City. And it takes just as long to fly there as it does to drive. Well, that sucks. I don't want to do that. Anyways, um, as far as Road City goes, um, I'm trying to think of my what my favorite one would be. I like a lot of them. It kind of depends on when. Like, I love Cleveland if you're going in September. Like, I think that's a perfect drive for fans to go. Pittsburgh, if it's September, that one works really well. And there's plenty of bars and restaurants. And I think you can enjoy yourself as a, you know, going to a road city without having to worry about flights and all of those things. New Orleans was a ton of fun. So if you, you want to talk about flying now, I think that one makes sense. 
Um, but, but the time of year matters a ton. This year, I'm looking forward to going to San Francisco. I've never been uh, to a game there. I've been in San Jose. I've been in San Francisco, but just haven't been able to get to the stadium. So that's one on the list. And then Arizona. I thought I was probably going there in, in February. Had the ticket. We all thought we were going. Booked <laughs> and uh, canceled it that night after the AFC title game. So go, going to Arizona this time around should be fun as well. And I'm probably now, missing some in my so defense. I have but. a question about the Kansas City. How cold were you there? Because I was freezing my butt off. It was the coldest game I've been to. And, like, and like leaving, the- leaving the stadium and walking to the car. And you know how it is. Like you, yes. you park. You, you have to walk across – it seems All like a parking. thousand parking lots. Yeah. And so there's no cars in the lot mm-hmm. and we still couldn't see our car. It was that far away. <laughs> so walking to the car, it's the coldest I feel like I've ever been because you're just tired and hoping to get to the car and find some food. And, uh, well, it took us a while to find the car. So that, that wind <laughs> was, was tough. Well, One more city. That was a lot of fun. Dallas. And naturally it was a lot of fun as well. Well, there's stadium too. Oh, that's the world. biggest damn stadium I've ever seen in my life. Stadium's unreal, no doubt. That stadium, you, you know, the stadium that surprised me. The city didn't, but the the uh, the stadium, Detroit, last year really? in twenty twenty one. The stadium's really cool. That's a, yeah. that's a fun uh, a fun. Venue. My son's so, he's went to it for concerts. He said it's a great stadium. Yeah, I said the city sucks, but it's a great stadium. <laughs> now everybody's talking about how Burrow looks. Does yeah. Chase and Higgins look a little thicker, especially like legs, lower body. I say yeah. lower body, and people are like, "Oh, you, you. no, I'm not talking about their penis. <laughs> I'm talking about their thighs." And yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I know. I know what you're talking about. Um, <laughs> I know. I, I'm talking Twitter. It, yeah. Uh, uh, no, I I agree. I I think that that both guys look like they're in better shape, and part of it is they're just becoming men. As weird as that sounds, like Jamar uh, was dominating yeah. at LSU at 19. Yeah, he true. dominated the NFL at 21. So now he's 23. And yeah, he was a freak athlete and super strong then, but I just think he's, he's getting even stronger now and, and and certainly looks bigger just as fast or faster, all of those things. I know he's still doing the track work and T, you know, coming into the league, we we saw, all right, he's going to add some weight, some good weight and be this powerful contested catch six, four long arms, all those things. And yeah, I think each and every year you've noticed the difference and this year is no different. I, I think T, I think both of these guys, man, are, they're going to be in for big years. But uh, so, so Jackpot Joey has went from Jackpot Joey to Jacked Pot Joey. Dude looks ripped. And I'm giving the, the, the that's a James, Sissy James. He's the one who said it. But I, I that dude, he's, he's, he's freaking ripped. Yeah. Like, he is. He is. And, and I, I've seen Burrow, you know, in the locker room plenty. And yesterday, it certainly looked different. You know, he, he's, he's just, don't, don't he, hesitate to use that in your articles, James. Yeah, yeah. No, but 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 what I'm saying is, is like, and he had a cutoff on, but you could just see more definition and tone than you've seen before. But it, but it's not like he lost weight. I think he put good weight on, right, and is in really good shape. And I asked him because last year I had the same feeling. I'm like, man, he's not rehabbing. He, he's healthy off season. He looks really good. And I, I was talking to him about his training, and, and so yesterday I asked him are you in better shape this year than you were last year? Because you were in really good. He was, he was in great shape last year, pre uh, appendix and no one really got to see him because of that. And, and what right. happened there, but no, I, I think he's in an even better shape looks even more chiseled. And so hopefully that translates and, and we know how good he is already. So hopefully he could take another step forward and, and why not, 
going into to this year after seeing pretty much every defense you could see, I think mentally he's better than he was a few years ago. And certainly physically he's as good as he's ever been. But I do right. give you permission to say Jack Jackpot Joey. Just just let you know. Jackpot, he doesn't Joey. need your, your permission, Jim. He, he, but anyways, he, so he it's been half an hour. James, I appreciate your time. You're a very busy man. Enter the jungle, Cincinnati Bengals book.com. People need to go out and pre-order that now. I think it comes out in September. Is that correct? That's correct. Joe Joe Burrow on the cover. Yes. Throwing two teams. That's all you need is Joe Burrow. Yeah, he got Burrow. Yeah, I got Burrow on the cover. Yeah. I'm buying it. <laughs> and then tell everybody where they can find you. I think pretty yeah. much everybody knows, but all the no, all the places you're at. Uh, allbengals.com, Cincinnati Bengals Talk on YouTube, and the Locked on Bengals podcast. And uh, y- y'all, uh, before I go, y'all need some Built Bars? Is that is that what we're <laughs> – I thought you were going to interview I mean, the Built Bar. We're, we're stacked here, man. We got them. I mean, we got a puff. We got I'm trying to lose weight, cream. James, not put weight on. It does both. It does. It just depends on what you're trying to do. Oh, okay. But if you just need a healthy snack, I got you. I like it. I like it. I'm just kidding. I just I tweeted that you know I'm he, keep, he keeps them things on him. He keeps yeah. Them yeah. On. He, he, he's keep a the stick by your people, side. You know. People call, people call me a promotional machine. James is a promotional machine. Like John Moran's pulling out his gat. James is pulling out the belt. <laughs> you, know? you gotta watch out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, James. Thanks, man. Appreciate you. Blueberry muffin or birthday cake? What's your uh, birthday about? cake? Birthday cake. Don't do don't do blueberries. I agree. I appreciate you guys. See you, James. See you, brother. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to keep him longer than a half an hour because I told him Jack, to come out. Jackpot. What, what, what? Why are you cracking up? Like Jack you're Pot, Joey. No, I'm Jack. just saying. Like it's very, it's very interesting. He Jack Pot, Joey. Not. Jack, but not the way your brain is thinking. <laughs> no, I, I wasn't even thinking it that way. I'm just. <laughs> what are you gonna add, like incorporate a muscle into the logo? Like Maybe a, you never know. Uh, we'll see. Uh, I need that. We need that on the headbands. Just jacked, pot Joey. So when's that golf tournament coming up? That is this Sunday. Uh, you haven't been on the radio. For, I haven't you been haven't on been, been on your show for two Nobody weeks. People advertise this. Oh out. my god. Yeah, All right, sold out, but yeah, it's gonna be at Ashton Oaks. Are you, are you leaving me already? No, I just figured you could uh, you could tell us about it. Oh, it's at Ashton Oaks this uh, this Sunday. Uh, I'm gonna be there at noon. Um, I'm gonna be there. I, well, I thought it was be emceeing. I don't think I'm emceeing. I think I think uh, Bridget's emceeing. Uh, uh, Jackpot Joey, not not Burrow. Uh, they're gonna be emceeing. Uh, Trent Irwin's gonna be there. A couple of our Bengals will be there. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Beers will be flowing. We're gonna be playing golf. We out. So I personally, well, I didn't. I don't. I'll Are be you golfing? Are I'm you not golfing. golfing. No, because because no. people want to actually win, so they don't want me on their team. So we will have cornhole there, but I will play in cornhole. We'll play cornhole. I, I will. I will play in cornhole. No cornhole, yeah. If you, but we do have a a, a, a one of the baskets that you can uh, bid on is from Cincy Hats. It's uh, three hats: uh, orange, black, and white, and two shirts. Uh, the black hat is signed by Teddy. Karis is in my house right now. I it's killing me because I want to keep the autograph one, but I'm not going to. So <clears throat> it'll be in a nice basket that you guys can uh, bid on. We have lots of other stuff that'll be there that you can uh, bid on. And uh, beers will be flowing, golf will be played. Now where is this at again? Ashton Oaks. Ashton Oaks on the west side of Cincinnati, baby. So you act like I mean I assume a lot of people live near Cincinnati. They might know <laughs> where the hell that's at. I have no, I've never heard of that. Look at Ashton Oaks. Ashton Oaks, you know where it is. It's yeah. awesome. It's rich people, it sounds like. 
Uh, no, it's the West Side, dude. We 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 ain't rich. We ain't poor, but we ain't rich. <laughs> Does Karen live on the West Side? Karen lives on the West Side. You actually, when you drop Karen off, you're probably about ten minutes from Ashton Oaks. Well, that was very fancy where yes, Karen lived. And, and, I peed on his street. Peed on his street. Yes, you did. I'm sure I'm on a lot of fucking of those uh, probably cameras, you know, that people speaking, have in that area. Speaking of peeing, that's what I'm going to have to do here. So if you're going to stay on for a little while, I have to go pee or we're going to end this. I figure we stay on. I'll put the link out here for my boys, Greg and Port Chop, and All see right. if they want to hop on. And I'll be back. So, Gregor, Port Chop, you guys hop on for a little bit. Tell us how you think the show went. Everybody else, how do you think? I, I seen your just, I know when we have guests and we have a limit of time, like I do appreciate all the comments. I'm trying to read them. I just can't always get to, or like the questions I like, you know, I've got a list of questions and then nice one to ask. Well, he didn't know, but he, yeah, what's good, Robert, man. I appreciate you always supporting us. Um, all you guys really, Matt, Kevin, both Kevins, seen all kinds of people. Will was in the chat. Uh, but yeah, it's the first time getting to interview James. I've never talked to him in my life. I know we've tried to have him on quite a few times. Um, good dude. Busy dude. That's why, like, you know, I I hate, you almost hate to ask these guys sometimes to come on, but it's like, you know, we really love to have you on and, and get, you know, maybe your knowledge on stuff or or how you feel about something or just get to know you. You know, more on a personal level because these guys are always just breaking stuff down. Appreciate that, Robert, man. I, I love doing this show. It, it definitely gives me, you know, outside of uh, my job, come home, get on here. Same thing, like. Short my monitor. So Greg is twirling around in the background. Iceman's getting set back up. Oh, my monitor kicked off again. Yeah, uh, we can still see you. Oh, great, I can't see nothing. Yeah, we can see and hear you. That's good. I would like to see somebody. That'd be great. Now you've had James on a couple times on your show in the past, right, Iceman? Yeah, yeah, I had him on. It's been a. It's probably been about a year since I had him on, but. Uh, yeah, no, James is good. Busy dude. Well, I mean, he's even busier like oh, now, dude. especially oh, like now than he's ever been. He's getting more popular. Well, he's been working his ass off, dude. Who's listening to us? I don't know. That was weird. I heard you come What's up, back. guys. What's up, fellas? Look at Joe Burrow. I can't see nothing. Hey, oh, we, not working. Poor chop. We had those headbands first. We know who had the headbands first. Joe Burrow. You know, me. I had headbands because like it soaks up sweat, and I just I cut out sleeves. I got like hundreds of them. But you know now, Joe Burrow hey, making it all sexy and shit. Just I got some Dale headbands right here. Yeah, exactly. Those are the best. Honestly, I cut the sleeves off a shirt the other day. Like that one you have. You know they're like twenty bucks for one of those headbands. I'm like, That's I right. like them. I like them, but they're expensive. I'm like, if well, I'm, I'm cutting the sleeves one. out, of, if I'm cutting the sleeves off a shirt, those are free in my opinion. They would go in the trash <laughs> otherwise. I'm trying uh, to send this one to Joe Burrow. I'm trying to look for his address. I got his address. Well, I'll send it to him. I'm happy to see that your fucking kitchen's done. Well, it ain't done. What? No, it's your not kitchen's done. not done. You showed up for James fucking Rapine. I showed the up kitchen for Dale. Ain't I, done. I showed up for Dale. 
Oh yeah, Dale. It was for you, Dale. Dale. He did. James Rapine had nothing to do with it. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, boys, I'm gonna jump off here because I can't see nothing. My monitor is not working. So. Oh, James Rapine gone. The kitchen got to oh, get done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Well, I have family here. I gotta go hang out with them. So I don't even know how to end this thing because I can't even see my freaking. All right, Jeff. See you, buddy. Bye, Jeff. I booted him off. Oh, I booted you. There he goes. <laughs> But yeah, Jason, appreciate that, and that's why we're gonna keep doing them. Like, and and Iceman, you know, when his kitchen's done, he'll probably be part of that crew along with Greg <laughs> and Porkchop here, where we're just gonna crank out these at least like Monday, Wednesday, Friday. When the season starts, we might go up to four or five days a week. You never know; we're crazy. Bring it on! So we'll do uh, three thirty shows, and as long as people keep watching, we'll keep doing them. And then obviously, like the with. Derek and Joe, we still plan on doing like a Friday show, you know, at like seven or eight start time, but that's kind of a schedule. We're actually going to try to be on a schedule. We'll see how long that lasts because we've (laughs) never really, you know, we've kind of had all, we'll be on on a Thursday or Friday or Saturday or, and we try to put out the schedule ahead, but you know, it'd be nice for everybody. I'm sure too. Oh, you know, Hey, they're going to have a podcast up or they'll have this or that. So we're hoping to actually do that for a change. It's the Bengals and Brew Network. So what's up, guys? What's up, man? Just got up. I woke up at uh, 3.30 to catch the show. Pretty good interview. I liked it. Yeah, I never know if I'm... uh, did a great job, bud. If I'm, uh, you know, being too much of myself. You need to be yourself, Dale. (laughs) It's like... You know, yep. I, I try to joke around and make it fun. It's uh, like, plus, it wouldn't, you know, I mean, he's in the locker room. If he wanted to comment on that, on the penises, he could have. Yeah, I wasn't even talking about Right. I know Juan Drago got to be like a fucking, like a baby's arm. Fucking name like that, man. Kid comes out with a little thing like this. You don't name him fucking Juan Drago. Am I saying Juan Drago or Drago? Uh, I, I, it's not Drago from what he said, but I really haven't held it down. I don't know what's going on with Greg. He's having some issues. I'm good. He switched rooms. He doesn't like us walking through his house. See what the, what the fuck's going on. Nah, away from the couch <laughs> to the bangle room. Say it again, Greg. I had to check the battery on my phone. That's why. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, what's been the impressions or anything exciting between conferences the last couple of days and on-field workouts? Like, what has you guys most excited? And we'll go pork chop, Greg, and then Kevin can answer that one too. Man, I like watching the videos of those guys in that practice bubble. Man, that fucking uh, Chuck Sizzle. Man, that, that motherfucker can make a cut, can he? Mm-hmm. He's. I think he's going to be great. I can't wait to see him on the field. And uh, you know me. I think Juan Drago, man, that's the future. Him and the fucking Cam Taylor Britt out there at the corners. Miles Murphy running his drills. I like watching that. We need to get down there to a practice. That's what we need to do, get down there and see our see our boys in action. That's saying when they're in that bubble, you can't even see them. How do you even get in a bubble? You can't get it. When they do the practices, you can't get in a bubble, right? No, Greg probably could. He's he probably sneaky. could. <laughs> All right, Greg. What what have you been excited about? I'll be right back. Uh, what I've been excited about just seeing the awesome videos the uh, media teams been posting. I mean, they just been they just been on fire. Like, oh, 
a basketball thing with T Higgins. Holy crap. That's awesome to watch. Like catches that have been made. I mean, the social media team has just been, just been knocking out of the park these days. So that's what I, I just like seeing, you know? Hey, you know what I was going to say is uh, not part of that practice thing, but just all those tweets that were going on about T Higgins contract and that and T Higgins mother uh, uh, calling him like, Hey, did you get a, a deal done? You remember that back when all that was going on, Jeff called T Higgins mom to ask him about the contract. And I always just wondered after she hung up the phone with Jeff, if she called T to ask him. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. And then I, I do remember that, you know, like I say, I'm confident everything will work out, you know, just to, you know, I, I remember watching, you ever seen the movie, uh, yes, man with Jim Carrey for yeah. Yes. Remember, remember that, remember like, you know, when the guys like trying to commit suicide and all that, he's like, what are you doing out there? He's like, and like, you know, he's like getting the guitar ready and all that. And he says, patience is a virtue and all that and stuff. So I've always remembered that quote for some reason. So patience is a virtue. I think everything will work out. The deal is going to get done. I'm telling you, like when you see that interview with Joe Burrow and he's talking about things he wants in his contract. And, and did you see Pat McAvoy and like Gronk went on Kay Adams and said, that's what, that's what Tom Brady did. Then you see, um, uh, remember AJ Hawk played for the Packers to play for the yeah. Bengals? on McAfee's show, he was talking about it. Then Adam Patman Jones was on, who was also on their set. I have no doubt he won. I, uh, they won. And he said the Bengals want to get T done. I have no doubt it's going to happen. Like I say, how do you put, how do you put that in your contract though, that T and Chase have to get signed also? I don't, you I mean, know if what? he's going to take less money and then. He, yeah. And the fact that Burroughs involved said, tells you a lot too. I mean, he wants, I mean, he says this is a focal point. We need to get these guys signed. I have, like I say, I, I know it's a, like I say, it, it's tough, but it's not impossible. I'm just saying, like, okay, so Burrow's like, well, get T done, and then I'll sign my contract. But next year, right. how's he put that in his contract to make sure that they get Chase signed next year? How's that work out? You know, I don't know, Porkchop. I just think, I, I, I just think, you know, Bur Burrow, Chase, and Higgins are, you know all met up and said, look, we need to find a way to make this happen. If the Bengals were that confident, they, that T was not going to be here. Look, look at this. Another two things. They could have traded T and do Tubman said, get your own receiver. And T mm -hmm. Higgins, when he was asked about that, he was like, that shows how much they want me. And another thing, he even said his agent, everybody acts like his agent says, his agent says, look, you do what you want. And T says, I'm going out there practicing. Right. right. You know, and that's like I say, all those things, in my opinion, I know some are going to point out, oh, we drafted two receivers. Charlie Jones was drafted to replace Tyler Boyd when his contract's up. Yossi Bosch, who you all know I'm a big fan of, we all know he's <coughs> a work in progress. He's not ready to come in and fill in for T. Higgins if he leaves. Uh, so I, if anybody ever says that, like I say, there is no evidence that shows we're ready to move on from T. Higgins. That's what I just see. I would say this, you know, I'm seeing seeing the videos of Miles Murphy in the practice facility, indoor practice facility, and you're like, "Ooh, that looks pretty damn cool!" Because he, he just he's just so fast, and just the way he does the the you know the drills, running through the the tackling dummies and the whole the whole bits, and just he's just he's fast, and it just adds another fast element to this defense that that could be needed to, to help out Hendrickson and Hubbard, Wilson, and so much more to help make our defense look bigger. You know, the T. Higgins video that Greg said, said that was pretty cool as well, that little clip of Joe Burrow just chucking that ball to Jamar Chase with just 
no effort whatsoever making it look easy, look pretty cool. I did see the Pat McAfee video today that Greg was talking about that look. Hmm. It looked. All right, Kevin Froze. Good information from Kevin. Loved it. Good having Kevin on for a little bit. By the way, I want to say to Kevin, I'm really sorry those Blue Jackets got the third pick in the draft. I know they were really hoping for the first, but I still think they'll get a good player, but I felt bad for them. Go about maybe another 10 minutes here, see if anybody else wants to hop in. I will uh, let Kevin, I think he might be back, let Kevin finish his thought, though, real quick. Okay, so... You um, froze up on us, Kev. Yeah, I I did. It it, it cut out, but I'm back in. (laughs) Um, So... Basically, what I'm trying to say, you know, I admit, you know, I do like the Blue Jackets. They're my number one team. But I do pay attention a little bit to the Bengals, you know, just below the Blue Jackets. And from what, I, from what I've seen through social media and a whole bunch of other stuff, it looks pretty damn good. Yeah. You know, getting a little excited, you know, all these years, ooh, you go, oh, boy, is that offensive line going to be able to protect Joe Burrow? Then you finally get, you know, you get, and then over the years, you finally get help. You get, you get Voldell, of course, and then you get Kappa, you get Brown, and you, you keep building this up. And it's like, okay, now I feel good about this, that Joe Burrow doesn't have to feel like he has to win the game by himself and doesn't have to worry about getting sacked like nine times mm-hmm. a game. He proved it, you know, the, the season of the Super Bowl, the offensive line wasn't very good, and he just, but they still made it the Super Bowl because they proved that if you just give him a chance to throw the ball, he's going to cook. He's going to be. He's going to be great. Uh, you know the Miles Murphy videos I've seen. That was pretty cool. The Pat McAfee thing with you know Joe Burrow. That was pretty cool. I like that. And uh, my last comment because I did hear this when I you know cut out is um, in regards to Greg's comment. Yes, getting the first pick for the Blue Jackets would have been nice, but. But you know what, though, where they are with the third. <laughs> All right, Kev. They said, nope. Well, you know, I was going to say, not only did they improve the offensive line, but now fucking Joe Burrow's looking like Super Saiyan 3 Goku. Yeah. So good fucking luck once they get back there. Dale, you guys. Man's have... built like a brick shit house now. Dale, as I texted you yesterday, man, you got to cut. I can't believe you guys haven't had headbands. You had headbands way before the whole Joe Burrow thing, man. Now you can't find them anywhere. We, you got to come out with your headband, bro. Dude, like headbands aren't a readily available thing for our store. So you got to make it happen, bro. I don't know how we'd really do that. I know Matt had some that he was talking about buying and maybe doing something with. What's up, Foxy? How you doing? Ah, oh, working over hey, here. Foxy, I, 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 I just want to ask you a quick question, man. I know you, you said it on the draft show, what? but you being a big Clemson fan, how fired up were you when we got Miles Murphy? I'm not a Clemson fan. I'm an Ohio State fan. That's I want Jones. Oh. Never mind then. Well, what do the fans have to say about Miles Murphy around? I'm excited about him. Okay. All right. Who in the chat usually? I think it's Jolly. Like you're slipping again, Greg. You better you better say it. Jolly's slipping again. But I'm over here working at the uh, Amish NASCAR track. 
Sounds fine. Amish NASCAR track. Good old Churchill Downs. I hate this place. I just figured I'd jump on and let you know, Dale, that I'll be off work in time to join the show on Friday if you need me to. Yeah, at 3.30? Yep. I'm getting off work at 2, so I should be home by 3 o'clock. Yeah, I am. Iceman doesn't seem likely. These two are going to be hanging out with Orlando Brown and Ted Karras. So, yeah, I'll I'll try to find us maybe uh, another person or two. But, yeah. And just remind me, uh, you got my cell phone number too, don't you? Yeah, yeah. So text me and make sure I send you a link. Will do. I I had Greg's number, but from where he sent me my hat because it was on the package, but I threw the box away, so I don't have Greg's number no more. (laughs) I'll put it in the chat. (laughs) I got to back to you the next day. This is what I get. Thanks, Matt. Get your shit together, Greg. (laughs) No, see, I seen it, and I was like, I'm just going to get on there and mess with Greg. I got your phone number now, Greg. (laughs) I barely, I very seldom hit up uh, Dale. Normally, it's just send pictures of me wearing my beard titty can shirt. And- <laughs> yeah. Foxy's the man. Hey, don't work too hard, brother. And definitely remind me for Friday because I'll definitely have you on. And it'll it'll be me and you, and we'll see if anybody else joins or not. Yeah, I mean, I'm work hard. I'm, I'm the guy I'm working with is finishing up what we're doing. Then we're going to sit here till about 4.35 o'clock. There you go. <laughs> have a good one, guys, and who day and – Good day, brother. I'll see you guys Friday. Good to see you, Fox. Hey, brother. I'm going to drive down there a little bit early, Dale, and I'll you send me a thing, and I'll uh, look it up in the uh, parking lot. Yeah, good question, Fiji. Yeah, good question. When uh, Jeff's kitchen's fucking done, maybe. Maybe. And the kids graduated, and the party's over, and all the dust settles. Maybe. When all the fucking sawdust settles at fucking Jeff's house. Because, I mean, I thought we were getting a little momentum with that show, having some fun, wild shows, some non-bangles. Like, it's like when the dogs are fucking, you turn the hose on them. Everything or, or zombie apocalypse, you know? Yeah. we. I episode. mean, we help save people's lives, Dale. I mean, it hasn't happened yet, the zombie apocalypse. But if it does, but if it does, all you got to do is watch that episode That's real right. quick. Yeah. You know what weapons you use, everything. That's it, man. Greg, you're being awful quiet. Oh, no, I'm just letting you guys talk, man. I'm, I'm striking on something with a Sharpie. Buddy, buddy yeah, what? I, I got high again, man. No, not off a roundup today, man, but just... Uh, just I got high again. I didn't get... No, I didn't get high <laughs> off a roundup today again. I was what kind of grass right. you cutting? Uh, no, I was wee-whacking, cut, man. I was whoppy, honey. I was doing everything, man. I mean, dude, man, it just... Well, no, it was a nice day outside, but being out in the sun, man, oof. It can be a lot sometimes, but, you know, trying to find stuff for the student work stew, trying to find them when they play hide and seek with me because they don't want to work. I'm just kidding. But, you know, it's hard to be a babysitter at the same time getting work done, man. It's not easy. Yeah, that would be annoying. So they just don't want to work? No, they do a good job working, but it's just like, you know, it's like I don't know where they take their breaks off at the school. It's like, okay. Where are they at now? I got to find them stuff to do here. I mean, they, they do, they're good help and all that, but it's just like, you know, I got stuff I have to do on my own. I can't take them with, take them with me on my lawnmower, man. It just doesn't work that way. They can't sit on my lap while I'm, you know, when I wind mowing. Why not? I feel like that would be inappropriate. No, they can't do that, man. I, I mean, would... they're, they're over 18 now. 
No, it's just, I, 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 uh, and on top of that today at work, I forgot the battery was bad in the lawnmower, so I turned the lawnmower off quickly to take a little break. I'm like, oh, crap. So I had to go find security quickly before the day was over, and they had like a little jump start thing, and they jump started me, and, you know, everything worked out. But other than that, though, just another day at work. Sounds like Greg didn't have a good day. I know. I haven't had my day at work yet. I hope it. I hope it goes just as good. Well, no, th- th- there is one bit of good news though. Today, McDonald's there was a two for six deal. You got two quarter pounds dollars. So, uh, well, you got to right. find the good. You always got to find the good. You just got to reach down in the pocket. I mean, like you, know, you got to reach down in that pot. There's something good in there. In the pot. In the pot. In the pot. When you're doing the grass. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. You know, with just a fucking college kid on your lap. Yeah. Oh, oh God. No. Murdering ducks and fucking college right. kids. No, funny story. story. I was driving to Kroger. Farmers tan. Oh, a family of geese. There was two geese and the four little, four little. And I have a video. I was going to send it to you guys. All he wanted to do was murder. I'm he drove no, like no, a motherfucker no, no. trying to catch them about, geese. I thought about saying that to you guys. Like, oh, Greg, I, I bet you murdering them. those geese, don't you? What? You thought about murdering pork chop. You heard him. And that's why the kid can't be oh, with him. No, no I. No I did see two ducks. They had to kill the kid. No, yeah. I did see two ducks. Today. One of the ducks looked very similar to the one duck that excuse I Excuse me, excuse me, kid. Can you get off my lap and go check something right in front of the mower? Yeah. Something seems to be stuck right there. <sighs> and then there was a foot on the side. Yeah. Shout out to my two student workers. They do a good job. It's just like, you know, it's hard doing two things at once. You guys know what that's like at all? What's yeah. that? Having student doing workers two once. Doing yeah. two doing two students at once? No, doing two things at once. Getting your work done and having trying to find stuff for them to Working do. it on two students at once. What's he saying? I've I, never worked it on two students at once, Greg. I've never been. Up, that. I'm so glad you're not like one of my informants and all that, because if I gave you the wrong the info and you took it the wrong way, I'd be in trouble. Uh, either that or we'd be buddies. Maybe I'd want to do the two struggles with you. Ugh. Oh, we have some uh, some news from today. The preseason game. Oh, is yeah. August 11th. Is that it's right? It's at your favorite time, too, Dale. You you're going to be that? down here for that game late. Yeah, 7 p.m. Yeah. late. Oh, come on, Dale. You're not coming? No, I plan on going. Yeah. But... It's just not at his his ideal time is 1 p.m. Well, yeah, for a preseason game. I like well, my 1 p.m. too, but it's not going to happen anymore, buddy. You heard what they said. Don't get used to it. What day is it? September 11th? 100%, man. He's 100% a serial killer. We just don't know it yet. Well, I do eat cereal, so I do kill a lot of cereal. I do eat cereal, so. So would you say you're a serial killer? Serial killer. Well, if you mean killing food as in eating it, I do eat cereal at times. Then yes, I do. You know. Cereal, ducks. Student. I love a good bowl of weed checks, so I do kill a lot of weed checks. Didn't you say like yeah. Chex Mix is one of your favorite cereals? No, wheat checks. Nothing says fucking cereal killer like wheat checks being your favorite cereal. They oh. got fucking Captain Crunch, Tricks, Fruity Pebbles, you know what I'm saying? Lucky Charms. You're going fucking wheat. You basically checks. can get like cookies that are considered cereal. Like That's cookies right. in That's like growing up at your fucking grandma's house. Like we're having cereal today. Kid. No, no, my grandma wheat was not. It's a my bowl grandma. of oatmeal. Yeah, I, I, cream of wheat guy. By the way, oh over. fucking cream of wheat too. Cream of wheat and fucking wheat checks. 
You probably I, don't even like peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. You just like peanut butter sandwiches. No, no. My brother always tells me you're like an old man and all that. Like it's like because like they eat a lot of applesauce too. I do like applesauce. <laughs> there you go. Well, no, when I'm on the broth diet, when I get like you know bad case of diarrhea, yeah, I have to eat applesauce. <laughs> he gets a bad case of diarrhea. You, you know what the broth diet is? That's for oh gonna... my god, my grandparents are all dead. So if I need any of that old home remedy shit, I'm gonna call you, Greg. Yeah, he's you can be my one. grandma. You're my new grandma. No. No, is oatmeal cookies listed an old, you, old person's name? Do you want to be a grandma, a meemaw, or a granny? Which one no, no, should I refer to you is as? Oatmeal, is oatmeal cookies considered an old person's name? Yes, meemaw Luther. Meemaw. <laughs> Don't say that ever again. You know, a custom meemaw jersey. Yeah. <laughs> meemaw Luther. Savage meemaw. <laughs> Big savage meemaw. So talking mm. about serial killing and talking about old people. Wow, this is way... You this eat grapefruit too. You cut a grapefruit in a half and eat. I it. hate grapefruit. I hate grapefruit. I will throw it out the window in the trash can. Oh, what about Ensure? The hell is that? Yeah. Boost Ensure. You'll be on it soon enough. Yeah, you will soon yeah. enough. It's your next. It comes deal. shortly after the fucking wheat checks and applesauce. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, if I'm getting old, I do have lower back issues at times, but no, other than that, though, I'm fine. This is from all the butt sex. That's right. I had to go down that road. (laughs) Maybe if you just do one student at a time, your back won't hurt so much. (laughs) Yeah. Stop doing two students at once. Usually the one student's limit on that back. Usually they always hire us one student. And usually in the past years, it's always been like part-time. But like one of the guys is off for a couple weeks uh, uh, because his wife just had a baby and all that and stuff. So they hired two students. And I'm like, oh, great. So... One of those deals, you know, like I said, no, they do a good job working. But like I say, man, it's just like, you know, I'm not a babysitter, but that's what I get put into at times. Okay. Yeah, it's still in your lap. That's now, right. And so, what, what do you want for Christmas? This <laughs> right. boner? Let's talk about the first thing that pops up. <laughs> no, they do. Like I said, they do a good job, though. But yeah, like I said, being out in the sun all day can be rough. I'm not like you guys that get to be inside in the nice air conditioning all day. It doesn't work that way with me. Yeah, well, hey, then again, I don't get to do two students while I'm at work. I mean, so who's winning? Yeah, you're outside. I'm inside staring at a computer. You know, I got it. The most I get to do is wrestle with people when they get all frisky and want to fight us. Yeah. But yeah, I'm on my lap and ride around on and the you're doing, And you're doing two college students at one yeah. time. Not doing nothing, man. I, I find you got them on your lap. That vibration of that mower. Come on, man. The only thing that no, the funny thing is, the only thing is, they're like, well, they can't use weed whackers. They can't do this. They can't drive a truck. They can't drive a gator. I'm like, well, you're giving me plenty of options here. So they just can only use their hands. That's right. No, and I so I say fine. They got to be whacking with hey, the weed. No, no, no. If there's one thing I'm not like, they got to play the hand on jobs. There you go. Hands on. I just make them mulch all day. And mulching is one of my least favorite things. I'll that what you call it. But no, I just I just have them mulch all day. It's like That's in movie nice. theory, you cut a hole in the bottom of the thing and you put your dick in the popcorn, but instead <laughs> yep. you put your dick in, in the, the bottom mulch. of the mulch bag. Yeah. Get your hand in there. Get your hand well, in for, there. Get in there, get your hand full of that mulch. Yeah, well, get your hand that mulch, son. We order the mulch from a company. We don't get them in bags. We just have to dump a pile of mulch. I give them a wheelbarrow, two pitchforks, and go. So you got to lay down under the yeah. pile before it's You even... lay in the mulch naked? And how long do you end up staying there for? Like weeks? What? 
You got like a straw or something that sticks out of the end of the mulch so you can breathe? No, man. I, they they jumped the mulch. I said, here's the wheelbarrow, two pitchforks. I get the tractor out there at times, put the mulch out on island, all the islands out there. I said, take your time, mulch all you want. Mulch. Mulch. That's what I had them do. Mulch. Mulch. Hey, mulch. Well, Greg. I fucking love this. <laughs> Me and Poor John's having one conversation, and Greg is still straight laced just talking about his job. And that is quality. That is quality last 15 minutes. I'm not saying it's better or anything. No. No, Greg, you're the fucking best, man. Yes. About that, man. But no, no, like I say, man, like I said, you know, being outdoors has ups and downs, but, you know, I, I forget to put sunscreen on. Sometimes I pay them. Maybe if, yeah, you know, but they all, but, hey. I need to take my shirt off so I don't have like a, so I don't have a. Farm. You can have the student workers put the sunscreen right. on. They can rub sunscreen on your nipples Ugh. while you're riding around on that track. As long as they're on your lap, Greg, you might as well have them doing something. No, I what I, no, I just like to be off on my own, cut the grass, and be done. But you know, it is what it is. Said yep. you got to be a big boss man. No, I know. Like I say, they do a good job, and I'm thankful for you. I'm, I, I don't complain about getting extra help, but it's just like you know. Explain what, what do you need us to do, Daddy. Yeah. Oh my God. What? How are you going to put our hands to use today, Greg? Yeah. No, it's like pulling, pulling. Whether it's pulling weeds. I mean, I had to do what I I started out as a student. I had pulling to pull weeds. Weed. I had to do the, all this stuff. You know, I mean, it's not not being mean or anything. It's just that's how it goes. It's, it's not bad if they pull one off. Buddy, I've been there for. I just I, I've been there for 15 years and all that. Hell, I could I could retire. I could retire barely when I'm 50 years old, man. And what am I going to do then? You don't have to invite the students over to your house. You're going to go back as a student worker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll start back from the. Yeah, you're going to go to college and become. I'll a go back to worker. college. I can't go to college for free there, so maybe I'll do that. I'll start all over again as a 50 year old student or something. I don't know. Ain't nothing wrong with being 50 years old, Greg. You're already no. there with your fucking wheat checks, applesauce, and fucking. <laughs> Cream of wheat, you already got good practice. Fuck, I'm gonna get tips from you when I turn 80. I'm trying to think. Okay, you guys are really gonna call me old. I actually do like cottage cheese. That's a pretty old person's thing. I'm I don't know if that's an old person's thing or that's just like a it's just gross. You ever been walking around the mall? I mean, I've walked around the mall, sure. <laughs> but in a tracksuit. No. With your white shoes? No, man, I wear white shoes. I, no. Power walking. You'll get there. Yeah. You'll get there, Greg. That's All right, that's what he does when he retires at 50. That's right. Yeah, no, man, that should be a new topic for belly up to the bar. What should Greg do when he retires at 50? I'm just kidding. We're not doing that. Well, when we have another episode in the year 1357. Well, when Porkchop's done with this, when we're done with this kitchen, I mean, not Porkchop, Jeff. <laughs> Mike, hey. My kitchen does need redone. There you go. You just hire someone to do it, though, right? Yeah, I would just hire somebody. I'd take out a home equity loan and hire somebody to do it. Yeah. That's Same the plan man. in the future. Fucking Jeff, he just has all these fucking... He's got many people in that video putting that island in. He had, like, seven people. Yeah, hey, I, I know how where, to... I think it's where his dad owns that uh, rental property business. Like, all those people that work, like, for that yeah. business... Like Jeff's like, yep. I'll get over here and do shit at my house. Over to Jeff's house. Yeah. Yep. Haul yep. that island in there. Yeah, near the end of the day when I get done mowing, I gotta get in the truck, go back, get all the equipment I left for him, and drive the truck back, get the weirbell off, 
and I got the weird barrel off and uh, dude, it's, it's fun. Maybe you guys should come and be my student workers. I can. Jesus stay Christ. Up. I think he's hitting on it. You can come work for me in the, right now, man. Be my, be my assistant. I'll Who gets to sit on your lap first, me or Dale? You're not sitting on nobody's lap. I want to feel the vibration. Right. It's such a good vibration. Now, is it a big tractor? You want to see it? I'll take a picture of the tractor one of these days. Send it to you. I drive a John Deere tractor. At yeah, show us your big tractor, Greg. I want to see a big tractor. Yeah. I, I operate the four-wheel drive diesel. I'd be so, you know. Ooh. Four-wheel drive diesel, man. Come on, now you're getting me going. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Keep, keep talking about that diesel. That four-wheel drive. Watch up. You're tractor. supposed to go here by 4.30. Oh, yeah, I got to go. It's true, you man. I... Well, well, I love you, boys. Time flies uh, when you're having fun. Dale. Love you, too. 